Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back to Soul Sisters, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Our favorite audience, we love you. Love Thanks you. for coming back week after week. Or if this is your first week, we hope we'll see you next week. So jolly. Uh, yeah. Friday. Yeah, I'm feeling upbeat. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm Jesse Katz. I'm here with my fantastic co-host, Dara Golub. Hi, Dara. Hi, Jesse. Um, what's going on? What are you? What have you been up to? Um. What have I been up to? It's the end of summer. I'm actually going to see a fantastic show tonight. What? A traveling. I it's uh, <laughs> I have a friend coming in from town. We're uh -huh. going to go see the show. It? It's um, Gideon Irving, who is the son of Mandy Patinkin. Oh. Um, I don't know why that's the first second like first thing I tell you that has really nothing to do with anything. He is like I, a, love a, Mandy a, I know, right? I mean, like the, it <laughs> immediately well acclimates, but he is basically like a traveling troubadour and he does these like small house shows where he does original music and all of these kinds of different styles and genres oh. and tells a story and like weaves it around and he's turned that into like a small stage show cool um where's that that is at the robert moses theater like by the public okay fun um yeah so nice. that's like a weird, the music, I saw it once, and I'm seeing it again, and it, it oh, just, wow. I just bawled my eyes out. Oh, cool. It's like when music, ugh, it just hits what you. What is it's it that so makes, good. oh, like bawling because it's so beautiful? Because he, because he weaves this story and, like, comes back around with, like, he takes music from a child that, like, just like a child riffing and, like, uh -huh. saying random words, and he, like, puts music to it, and then he gets old huh. in the show, and then he's, uh, it's just, like, so moving. Okay. So, good. yeah. So you're gonna get that's some that's good my night. This weekend. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm going to be stuck with my family all weekend for some family stuff, but maybe I'll listen to some new Kesha that just dropped. Nice. We've all been waiting for that. Everyone is excited to celebrate Kesha any chance that we get so right. now we have a big one um I listened to some of the album the song I've mostly paid attention to is her song with Dolly Parton because oh. Dolly is one of the best oh my ever what time. is the last like Dolly collaboration or like Dolly release oh. that we've had that I, I cannot remember yeah, but wow. I saw Dolly perform last year in New York, and oh it was one of the best shows I've ever been to. Ugh. She's so fucking funny. She's, she tells you <laughs> jokes and stories about growing up in, like, the mountains of Tennessee or wherever. It, she's hilarious. Dude. And she, like, really plays her audience. Like, a lot of gay fans in the audience, and she, like, does a lot of winks to them in this really awesome way. Yeah, she's that, a like, total you master. you don't expect in country music, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you, did you know I went to Dollywood? No. <laughs> <laughs> Lily what? actually had her bachelorette party there. We went to Dollywood. We went to Pigeon Forge, That's Tennessee. Such a good bachelorette. Do oh, it was uh, beyond. Oh, it was man. totally so crazy. Go? You should absolutely go. Okay. Yes, and like okay. we got a great house. It's like a great just like experience. And then the park is insane. Is it near Nashville? <laughs> uh, it's I got. I don't know how is. near. I think so. Like Nashville's maybe the biggest city. Whatever. I think it's yeah, it's like, maybe like hour two yeah. hours or something oh that's dope. yeah oh, dolly that'll go queen. on my bucket list thanks yeah. for reminding me <laughs> um we had a, a young queen on the show today yes which i guess absolutely a she actually phoebe ryan actually yeah. makes me think of kesha just in terms of being mm. a songwriter first kind of before yeah. being known as an artist totally um, yeah she writes for some huge names like britney chain smokers mm -hmm. Did she write for Chainsmokers? Oh, she didn't write. I, I think she was featured on them. Okay. 
but Usher and I'm, I'm escaping. Yeah. So it's the other names. Kate. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. Yeah. She right. told us how that's how she got started as it's, a professional songwriter. She like blew me away with basically it seems like everything that's hard for most artists, the writing and the like creativity, the collaborations, like that all sounds like such a struggle. Yeah. And I, it just seems like the flip Right. Flip side of what a lot of people go through. So it was fascinating. Yeah. So she told us all about it. It was really fun. Yeah. And I made you guys play a really awkward game at the top of it. So <laughs> buckle up, guys. I'm into it. <laughs> they went along. They're good sports. Um, okay, cool. So here's Phoebe Ryan on Soul Sisters. How are we doing, DP? Are we rolling there, everybody? It's yeah. like rolling, DP. rolling. It's like, what? it's like the BP from. That thing you do? That was all he was credited as? Bass player? Explain. <laughs> the bass player in that thing you do? He didn't in, have a name? In the movie? Mm-hmm. BP. Ethan Embry? BP, yeah. Wasn't given a name. Just Like in the player. credits? What does yeah. it say? It's true, yeah. It yeah. says BP? I think it player. says bass player. <laughs> or maybe it says BP. <laughs> I <laughs> love player. that movie. Oh, God. One of the greatest. I know. Right? <laughs> Great. Okay. Great stuff. So good. Stuff. Didn't this they have a competition where, you, where people submitted songs? And that's how they got that song. The the theme that song of that do. thing you do. I don't think so. I don't Maybe know. I. It sounds, sounds right. Too. I don't. Really? I don't like fact checking, but it sounds right. It's a nice story, isn't it? You like yeah. not fact checking. I love that in this. I like this keeping day. it interesting. We don't yeah. need any. We call that impregnating <laughs> with to... wonder. You <laughs> yes. don't need to find what? Out. Just <laughs> impregnate we. me with Who wonder. Are it what? <laughs> I think that maybe was a dorky band thing, but we it was when you when we don't know the answer to something, it's at our fingertips. But why look it up? Just become impregnated with wonder, yeah, and till you just can't stand it anymore, and then you look it up. Yeah, I, feel I mean, I love that. But did you really think that was a phrase that existed? I don't know. <laughs> you never. It's really hard to tell these days. What it's is true? You know. There are no new ideas. So someone else somewhere in the world has said that before. Yeah, I support it. Yeah. <laughs> Escort it. <laughs> what was it? Us. Destroy and then destroy it to enjoy it. Yeah, I love that. It's a thing. But that's your you. That's your thing. You know when you go to like a fancy restaurant and they pile a bunch of food on and you're like you can't eat it like carefully like you have to like mush it all together and just eat it. Yeah, it happens a lot more. No, than I'm you so think, about that. Would think it's like it food sounds not weird when you're saying it. it. You gave yeah. the ramen example, and then mm-hmm. I was on board. Yeah, yeah. I was really lost. Cracking egg on the ramen. I, yeah, no, it's good. I'm always lost before ramen. <laughs> I had ramen for lunch. <sighs> Can I test out a game on you guys? Yeah. So my friend Joe today was like, I could fuck a chicken sandwich i want one so bad and i was like well i, I basically just fucked a bucket of ramen because that's what i had for lunch <laughs> and we came up with what? this game called fuck it or bucket where you you give someone something and they have to say if they would fuck it or put it in a bucket <laughs> <laughs> so like what? what so if i said to you like cheeseburger fuck it see because really? you're a vegetarian. Yeah. Ah. See, the game yeah. works. Like game. The game holds water. <laughs> bucket. Like a bucket. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> like sounds like ratchet. I, just bucket. I feel like it's a great game and it just okay. worked well, so bucket. we're using it. Fun. I wish anyway. we had. It's a little early for like an, it's not an evening podcast, but it feels oh, like it should be. You, you're feeling like you want to drink a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a drink with Phoebe. Yeah. Take some wine out. Yeah. There's wine in this cup. Shh. Oh no. I mean. Water. <laughs> no, we've we've openly yeah, drunk whiskey on the podcast. Yeah, that's an open thing. Yeah, it's um. I don't know. I just feel like you you're pretty open about these things. <laughs> Drinking. <laughs> I hope we've gotten to the point in, in our society ways, where we can all be open in about some about ways. What what have you revealed to the public that afterwards you're like, oh, I don't know if I should have let that one out. Oh man, I don't know. I'm like I'm pretty. I feel like I'm pretty open. Like yeah. when I when I actually feel like I have something that I'm like comfortable to talk about, like uh-huh. it's getting out there. Like I never like if if there's something that I'm not like quite sure of saying, like yeah, it doesn't You're usually get out. Yeah, best, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. pretty good about like I sound like I'm I'm really unfiltered, but like I am. But I don't know. There's a level. You know what I mean? There's yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a line, and I tap dance on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, like, will you talk about a breakup when you've come to terms with the breakup, that kind of thing? Well, 
It's interesting because I don't really like, I, I just, breakups just in general are somewhat boring to me. Maybe because I haven't had like one that's like fucked me up like so you. significantly that I'm just yeah. like done with like you know it's 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 more like if I'm if I'm writing songs or talking about like any sort of relationship it's really like more of a story or like a whole like putting everyone I've ever dated mm -hmm. together into a thing into like this idea it's never so much just like one person it's always just a whole bucket yeah of boys yeah see we're gonna keep coming I mean? back to this um that actually uh, reminds me of, or just like evokes, I think you summed that up in the song Mine, I think it is, yeah. which was you're like, I've broken hearts. I'm like, I'm not a saint. I've broken hearts, oh, but I sleep uh, the same. Yeah, and dead. Yeah. Okay, I talk dead. about like, yeah, it's just, yeah. You're like, I, you know, I do these things, yeah. but it doesn't phase me to a point where that's going to then pour out of me as like, I need to get purge this emotion out. Yeah. And I wonder if that makes it easier being a songwriter for other people oftentimes where it's not like it has to be this story that I have to tell and it's so personal and it's so meaningful but it's like I can like think of stories and put them into a song and so I can give them to you or to you or to you and it's okay yeah I mean it's weird because it definitely depends on the song like I've written songs where it's like I'm not even comfortable like sending it to anybody because I'm like that is just word for word like exactly how it is and I'm just not ready mm, to okay. like share that yet so you do write like that sometimes yeah no I definitely I definitely do um I just think it's more I feel like it's just more interesting to talk about like ideas rather than like specifics I feel like specifics are what you talk about with like your therapist but I right. think overall like ideas um I just think uh, they're easier to share and maybe easier to like, you know, touch on certain things. But I've ne like I said, I haven't had like a breakup that's been like earth shattering, but I have been shattered. You know what right. I mean? Like totally. it's it's happened. But um, so will you know. keep those songs that feel a little too personal? Will you keep them and maybe use them as your own? Or just I do no I you know what I do I do I I think the the new song that I just put out forgetting all about you, it's. That song, for a long time, I was, like, just would listen to it, and I would kind of laugh because I was like, that song is so accurate for how my life has been the past, like, and even just, like, how it was written and how just, like, it came about. I was like, this is too on the nose. <laughs> and like, basically I, this is about you partying, yeah, getting over somebody. Yeah. Um, but it was just, like, too on the nose, you know what I mean? I would just listen to it and feel uncomfortable because I was, like, yeah. kind of ashamed of myself, just, like... This is embarrassing, you know, that I acted this way. Um, but although nobody would know that if you hadn't said it. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. It's yeah, it's hard. It's so I'm interesting. We had an artist in yesterday who's pretty much the exact opposite and who feels she can't perform anything that's not very much from her life or can't it won't come out of her if it's not from her life. Yeah. And but uh, that was partially because. The first time she ever recorded herself was because she had this terrible heartbreak and she wrote herself out of it. Oh, right. wow. That was the thing that made her record mm -hmm. as an artist. Yeah. yeah. And it almost makes me wonder if there's some way to look at that as like the difference between a sort of like pop pop artist, pop star who's like, mm -hmm. I'm a performer and I can put on different hats and, and, and tell different stories that don't necessarily like wrench yeah. me from the inside yeah. versus like more of an indie artist who's like I'm gonna tell I'm gonna be my authentic like right yeah I don't I feel like I feel like I definitely like fall somewhere in the middle of that because I actually like grew up in I grew up like doing theater and I always found it to be like very interesting putting on different hats like you said like just having to take on a character but there's no way to take on a character unless you've lived through those things and been through all that like if I'm singing a love song I'm singing about either someone I feel that way about in the moment or I'm singing about every time I've ever been in love and mm -hmm. everybody I've ever been in love with like mm -hmm. what little details of every moment um inform like this overall picture that is meaningful to me and that like makes sense to me you know what I mean like yeah I just I don't know that's just how I see it Tell us about your theater days. Yeah. I read that you were a theater, theater nerd. Yeah. We're all about it. Days. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I was I was like super super into Shakespeare and um, oh theater. Yeah, not I, the musical I was like, theater. I, I was like a nerd. Wow. I was a nerd, like a real nerd. Okay, but it was it was great because um, I I had this uh, I had this teacher in high school um, who just like kind of threw Shakespeare in my face and I was like, what does this mean? And he kind of just started getting me so excited about like the meanings behind it just yeah. like the which way play he wrote. was the one that like really the first play it. that i ever um was in was uh 12th night uh-huh and i was olivia and i remember like getting the part and being like i don't even know what this is a what is happening what yeah. is this even about <laughs> how old were you um i was a sophomore in high school and um he kind of told me like about the character and whatever but like when we actually got to sit down and he explained to me like the the whole language behind it i just like fell in love like from the moment it like i started to understand um and yeah i just like i would compete in like shakespeare competitions like i compete in the national shakespeare competition one year and what uh, did that entail? i won like this regional like new jersey com- it was like it was you just like read a monologue okay. and uh read a sonnet and um I don't know. I just was like super into. I was like super in it. So yeah. did you have dreams of being in in theater in drama? I I just I really wanted to just like do Shakespeare and just like wow really like get into that. Never I branched know. out from Shakespeare. It was always I I would, but I just always found like him to be like the guy. Yeah, because yeah. it stood the test of time. He stands yeah. the test of time. Totally, everything he writes is like could have happened yesterday Mm -hmm. he says it in a way that's like you know the language is from his very much like his period but anything that he writes about it's like yeah it's all there you don't hear people referencing Shakespeare no I just heard someone talking about I think it was Edie Falco on a podcast and she was Mm -hmm. talking about how in Shakespeare's plays there are like eight amazing roles for guys versus like two for women but those two roles for women are like the best roles you can ever get I know. You know and sometimes it's a sometimes it's a role like in Twelfth Night you can play um what is it Sebastian you, you can play like a viola or uh-huh. whatever and you can be like a man and a woman right exactly, stage. exactly. And, like that is crazy that's yeah. amazing you have like his his female characters are always also like so powerful and so um I don't they just have like so many dimensions it's mm-hmm. never just like a damsel in distress like even Juliet, who's like very young and like kind of like just sappy and in love, is like right. also just like crazy. She's just so fiery. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I have to talk. This wow. Is so yeah. Hurting. So is that still in now. you? Like, are you? No. Do you ever I can't seek it do out it like, at all anymore? I wait, can't. why? Because I feel like I just have been away from that for so long. It yeah. like freaks me out. Like how Ooh. good people are around me. I mean, that I is can't wait to that see really you. requires training. Like training know, is real. And for I just like have totally. I I just recently started like, you know, uh, auditioning for things again. But it's like oh really? So, I I get like you know I get. Uh, audition like or whatever like emails and i'm just like i'm not even good enough i'm not good enough for what kind of what kind of stuff for like tv and film stuff yeah tv and film stuff and um there was one sitcom that i that i was like i watched one episode it was like a netflix thing and i was like oh this is ridiculous i could do it it was like big bang theory kind of like like i can do that (laughs) but then there was um there was like a law and order audition i was like there's no way i can like turn on the waterworks command and like <laughs> that's talk how about everyone my starts dark, though right. all the grades start on law and order okay. come I, on i know but i, you I know and i was so excited because law and order is like my favorite show but <laughs> when i was thinking about like what i have inside of me like i couldn't i couldn't do it yeah it's just Wait, not where i am so if you got cast in something yeah would you happily switch your career over to acting no no no. i would mm-hmm. never like i could i just but I it could happen we could do all do it all these days. i can definitely do it all definitely do but it all. i can you're definitely a woman god damn it but <laughs> i just feel out of practice i feel out yeah of that's practice. okay that's fair yeah so did well, you ever do musical theater oh yeah okay yeah i that was that was always great um but I don't know, just the Shakespeare always was like, yeah. this is way more legit. Like, just I love that. I yeah. felt like very strongly about that. So towards the end of high school, what were you thinking? What did you want to do? So at the end of high school, I was like, I'm going to be an actor. I um, 
had auditions lined up at Juilliard and Carnegie Mellon and like I was just going like I just wanted to specialize in Shakespeare and like drama (laughs) and like just do that and um at the like super last minute my parents were like oh there's this there's this uh, music program at NYU it's a for like engineering and recording and like whatever all this kind of and I was like I said no at first I was like there's no way I'm gonna I don't want to confuse myself by even letting that be an option like I have to stay on this path and my mom was like please like it sounds really cool like let's just go because I even in high school I was always doing music but it was always on the side you know like it was always I was very passionate about it but yeah it was a hobby yeah what were you doing Um, playing guitar I was playing guitar in coffee shops just like and just in bands and um what kind of bands my first band was a Grateful Dead cover band, oh, and it was really was not very good. Were you singing too? Yeah, yeah. but uh, it was bad. Was it, it was, like guys and bad. girls in the band? Yeah, um, yeah. It was. I went to the first practice, and uh-huh. I was like, I'll just like play piano, and then and then everyone like started shredding like these like. Derek Chuck solos and I was like all right I'll sing <laughs> I was like I can't <laughs> so they were like okay do a solo on piano and I was like oh yeah I can't do that I'll sing <laughs> probably studied but classical or something I no, I just don't I don't know I just so anyway it was I had always been doing like um yeah just coffee shop stuff just, yeah were you writing I, yeah I was writing and I always loved it so much but I always saw myself as doing it like just not my focus I don't know I just Mm -hmm. but anyway um I finally gave in and I was like okay like let's go look at this school and as soon as I walked in down the hallway and saw the studios and like saw that there was a possibility of me going to school for four years and just focusing on like the art of recording music I was like what the fuck yeah this is crazy this is amazing yeah I just yeah I just want to say your parents sound awesome. Yes, yeah, <laughs> they're yeah, like, cool, yeah. go for Shakespeare, but also music. Like, what well, if you want to do well, music? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yes, they're amazing, but also my dad was like, oh, you want to go into music? Why don't you be an entertainment lawyer? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the engineering side is very practical. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Are your parents artists? My mom is an artist, okay. and my dad is in business. So it's like I got, I have like a good side of both of them, totally. like the creative and then... But yeah, they they thought music school was going to be cool because it was also like a lot of focus was on like the business side of things. So So, that was cool. mm -hmm. So how many females were in your class? Um, There was a lot. Wait, let me see. Well, my class was pretty small, actually. Um, It was like kind of a new program that they just started. um, It was the Clive Davis Mm -hmm. uh, Institute at NYU. And. I would say it was like almost half and half. Is that crazy? Oh, that's I awesome. for, that's I amazing. That's yeah. No, it was it was it was really amazing. Uh, that's surprising mm. to me to hear. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Uh, they did a really amazing job, like picking people. I think for for every class, like they you know do um, individual like interviews with everybody, and I really think that the professors like nailed it with like choosing the people because everyone was so interesting and like mm. even. People like my friends who I still keep in touch with are like the most interesting people I think I'll ever know. Yeah, <laughs> and they were in it for the right reasons. Yeah, not just like fuck around. Exactly. Like most undergrads. Exactly, <laughs> and everybody was doing something so different, like oh, so yeah. like interested in a different specific part of yeah. it. Yeah, and yeah, some people were just like going because they wanted to only record like latin music and mm. surround sound. Like that was like yeah. one, I don't know. It was just like it was crazy. So what was your thing? Well, it was funny because I was so excited to just be a part of anything, uh-huh. and I I went in with the with the thought like I'm going to study everything and see just what caused me like yeah. the most. And I mean, I think it was clearly always going to be songwriting and like singing and stuff. But I was open to I I took like advanced engineering so I was you know just really into the engineering and mm-hmm. I was like I'll just work at a studio that's great but then I started realizing you know there was I was just better at writing like I just had to be doing that stuff you know I I tried everything but it got back to the writing yeah 
Mm-hmm. What was the writing class like? So I imagine, was that like a track or was it just like a couple classes or what was that like there? I, I don't know if it's changed now, but it actually is, I don't know if there's like an actual track for it, but uh, there was, at the time, I was doing more of like a journalism thing actually. So it wasn't like a songwriting major. It was more, they had, I think it was like a performance major, which mm-hmm. is what I took a lot of classes in, but I was doing like an engineering performance major. Um, but yeah, I had like an incredible professor, Robert Criscow, who is like a crazy music critic, like just from the rock and roll era, like just nice. intense good music stories. credit. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he's wild. But um, <laughs> he. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Really inspired me and encouraged me to just write music criticism. Uh-huh. But I think that that also helped. Just like if you're just writing, if it's you're just analyzing helping anything, yeah. Totally. If yeah. you're just like writing and analyzing and using words on paper, like you're practicing for something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. when you graduated, what was the plan? Um, I just was like moving out to LA, just like going for uh-huh. it. Just I wanted to just write music for other artists and uh yeah I was just very excited about the idea that like I could sell my music to other people yeah you could have stayed in New York to do that did you also just want to change I it was funny I was getting I was like kind of getting out of a relationship and I just felt like I needed like a fresh start totally and to just be yeah, in L.A. and just I had visited a few times and I was like, this is the place. And my best friend since kindergarten was moved, had just moved to L.A. And she Perfect. was like, come on down. And I was like, OK, that's, that's it. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Did you stay with her when you moved out there? Yeah, we live we lived together for two years. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> that's cute. And everyone talks about how now you've transitioned to like, oh, like, why do you want to be your own art- artist and mm-hmm. as opposed to just a songwriter? And I've whenever I see that, I say that sounds backward to me. It's like <laughs> I would imagine that you got into all of this wanting to put it out there yourself. Yeah. And then when you discovered such I mean, to be a songwriter and even like a songwriter to the degree that you're sharing it with other people. Yeah, that skill sounds so special and, and, and amazing <laughs> and hard because songwriting people just struggle yeah. so hard to write songs <laughs> so when you have that skill to it and in abundance enough to be able to share it of course it seems like you would want to do it yourself yeah I mean was that always part of the plan or was it not I mean I think it was I it it, it definitely was always like in the back of my mind like for me it's there's definitely less of a like separation between the two yeah. like I don't know for some reason it all feels like as long as I'm creating and like just being able to be creative and i don't know it just all feels like when you're like creating the pop hits like i don't that's not like a normal thing all the hits are coming from here it's true like that's you know like you're i mean we could go down the list like start name dropping over here but like you like work with and for these like amazing i want to make one of you artists Give, give us some examples. <laughs> so people know who we're talking about. Brittany. Yeah, Brit. <laughs> She's de- that's definitely like my, I, that could go on my gravestone and I I'll mean, be like, it's yeah. like, that's it. I yep. peaked. I peaked after Brittany. How do you Not to mention, now. can you like get a house? Like, you know, it's like, it's pretty nice. It's like, talk about being an artist and being a songwriter is the way to go. And it's yeah. just the hardest thing. It, right. 
You know. got it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you got that thing, no. kid. Yeah. <laughs> you got something thank special. You. No, so is it not you. hard for you? When other artists talk about it's it's a struggle to write a new song, to write a new album, that that's like the, the work of it. Is that just like a, you know, a I brief? Think this, I think the struggle of like being an artist is everything that's goes around just right like writing a song and like getting it done like that's all the simple stuff to me yeah. everything else is fucking crazy right before the like, machine steps in like no just like the fact that you have to share so much of yourself and people expect so much like there's just so much shit happening and mm -hmm. it's like I just want to write a song, dang it! <laughs> like I just want to write a, sh a song and share it with the world. It's like there's that there just is a lot of energy that has to be like given out, and I'm still like learning uh, what I'm capable of, I guess, and what yeah, what people like expect of me and what I'm capable of. So yeah. So how did you sell the first song, and what song was that? The okay, so the first song um, that was like the reason I was able to even move out to LA yeah. was I wrote this song called Be Okay for this band Oh Honey uh -huh. and the song never like you know went crazy on radio or like just but it like synced like crazy and I still it huh. still gets synced like yeah. I still just like found out in an email the other day like it's like I don't know what it is but this song is like so commercial that it was uh, in an Applebee's commercial that like paid my rent for like <laughs> oh yeah that like paid my rent for a while and then so it was they sang it on Glee. Oh wow! They literally like performed like Leah like. Michelle like performed the song <laughs> on Glee, and I was just like, "What is what this life right yeah. now?" Yeah, so you're like 21, just out of college or something. Yeah, and it, I was like, "What? This is crazy!" And did, so, but that, how did that song happen? Like, I just don't even know. We how just did you wrote get it. To it. I don't even Who know. Are we? Oh, so me and the guy Mitchie, who's in the band, like we. Um, he called me randomly one day. I got a call, like, seriously from, like, an unknown number. And I was like, hello? And he was like, hey, my name's Mitchie. Would love to write songs with you. I was like, who are you? But I don't know. That was, like, crazy. We started, we ended up, like, meeting each other. And Wait, how did he know you or know your stuff? Through friends, like, through oh, okay. mutual friends. And he, like, heard my voice on a song and just decided to just cold call me and just be like, hey, let's write. Wow. And we ended up, like, working together and, uh, becoming friends and like he's really great and we wrote really easily together and um we ended up like writing so many songs for the, his band oh honey huh. and it just like i just don't even know it was crazy it was crazy because i also was like taking a semester off from school okay and i was kind of just like trying to get myself together and he came in the picture and we started writing all this music and it was wait like, why did you take a semester off Exactly. I took so I I took a semester off from school because like I just like wasn't doing well in school and I wasn't feeling good and okay. like I was just emotionally yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I just like wasn't I don't know it's hard to explain it wasn't I just, yeah. yeah um I do that every once in a while I need to like stop everything back and like start it. yeah I sure. need like a reboot healthy, I yeah. just do like a little reboot every few years you gotta destroy it and I gotta yeah, destroy it. it to enjoy it <laughs> the callback guys the callback. Nice. I gotta do it that's my life I gotta destroy it to enjoy it yeah um but yeah that was like the first destroy to enjoy uh, -huh. uh in my life <laughs> was yeah I took I I took a semester off from NYU and like yeah, I didn't. I wasn't wow. doing anything. I was just taking care of myself. And uh, Mitchie called me, and I was like, I don't have anything else to do. Like, we might as well just write music all day. And that's what we did. And that song happened, and it was like crazy. That's wow. Yeah. yeah. How do you find collaborating versus writing on your own? Mm. I love it. I love collaborating. I I don't know what it is, but I think uh, collaborating with people I just find way more interesting, and way more of a challenge and just I don't I think the best stuff happens when you're like collaborating even with somebody that you don't even like like that's that's like even when it's hard and it sucks like I just think it's great and it's such a learning lesson and maybe just personally like it makes me feel like I'm growing as a person to yeah. collaborate with other people are you a lyrics first or melody first person um Usually melody first, but hopefully both at the same time, Yeah, if that makes sense. What do you write on? Do you use an instrument? Uh, guitar. 
but that's mostly for melodies. Like, I don't really do chords on guitar, just melodies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Do you produce a lot too to create your own music? No, no, no. I, I usually like have to have like a producer in the room. Not have to, but like I love having a producer who can just think that way because I'm so not, I just am on a completely different track. I need somebody there yeah. who can like go along with me. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Okay. So you're out in LA, you're mm-hmm. starting to sell songs. When do you get signed? I think it happened like a year, a year and a half after all that. I, okay. Um, so I, I was living in like LA for a while, and um, my manager Zach Gurka, who's over there, I Is I that- like I I met him at a bar in New York, by the way. Really? Like we met at a bar. Were you in performing, New York City. or you were just out? drinking? No, I was in my pajamas, and I went out <laughs> drinking, and we so met. Did you, and did you have green hair? Uh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. So it's not like you like <laughs> looked like a rock star. You were no, just like a girl in pajamas like, at no, a bar. No, I York. was totally like Phoebe <laughs> 1.0 at this point. <laughs> And um, I was, like I said, I was, like, literally in my pajamas, like, rolled out of bed and went to the bar, and I met him, and I was like, wow, whatever, wow. And, um, <laughs> and you were like, I see something in that. Is that exactly? No. <laughs> no, he didn't either. No, we both kind of were just like, yeah, whatever. Like, But then my band at the time put out this uh, this cover song of Ja Rule and Ashanti, and he saw, it on, he saw it on YouTube and then called me and was like, who are you? Is but it still and- up? Yeah, I think you can still find it online. Yeah, That's my awesome. band Town Hall. Okay. We did a cover of Always on Time. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't so <laughs> Anyway, he was yeah. like living out in LA. Okay. Him and I were just like on the grind. He convinced me to go down to Nashville and work with uh this producer Kyle Shearer uh for like three weeks like I think I was there for the whole month but yeah then that's when I wrote my own EP because I he was like go down there work on your own shit just like and that's that's yeah we did it (laughs) (laughs) so that's what yeah I mean that's like what happened and that's how the whole first EP happened was I was just in Nashville like on my own just with a purpose like I'm gonna now write for me yeah like was that a different did it feel differently did it feel different to do that Mm. I don't really remember. I remember just feeling like shocked that I was in Nashville writing music. That alone was like, is this real life? Like I was in Nashville for the first, like this is crazy. And also like I didn't know anybody there except the producer. Uh So I was just like, what is happening (laughs) in life? Like I was just alone all the time, just like yeah. with my thoughts, just like That's good creatively. Yeah. yeah, I guess, but also it was like crazy. I got <laughs> sick one time. I had to like, oh my god, I got so sick. I had like a stomach virus. Like, and the plumber uh, stopped by the house because like one of the faucets, and he was like, "My wife's a doctor," and he drove me to the hospital. Whoa! So it was like I was so wow. sick, literally was very like, alone. I was, the like, I was so <laughs> alone. The plumber drove me to the, the hospital. <laughs> That's so sad. How do you like yeah. being in Nashville? Aside from it.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.